2: presented by AT&T connecting changes everything
3: welcome to fitness disrupted a production of iHeartRadio I am Tom Holland and this is Fitness Disrupted I received a message direct message through Instagram at the end of every show I Throw out Tom H. Fit, which is my Instagram and Twitter account, so you can ask questions. And I got a great one. I got a great one, and it gave me the topic for today because these three pieces of fitness advice come up over and over and over again. So there were many different potential titles for this show but the one that's going to grab your attention is three of the worst pieces of fitness advice. But I could also have said the most common poor, bad, worst pieces of fitness advice. And they just play in to everything that is wrong with fitness. And I've talked about all three of these in so many different ways because all of the misinformation, all of the bad information are generally tied into these three in some way. It's like Kevin Bacon's Six Degrees of Separation. And there are more, there are many more, which is why as I record this show, I am rapidly approaching 300 episodes and there is so much more work to be done. So many more topics to cover And in greater detail to pull so many of these apart. And so for those of you who have listened to many of those prior 200 some odd podcasts, you will hear some of the messaging that I've given before. But each time it's a little different. Each time hopefully it resonates a little more or maybe you understand it for the first time in in a certain way but these are three of the worst and most common pieces of fitness advice that you will hear and that I have heard for decades. And let me read verbatim the message. Cause that's going to get us started, kicked off and we're just doing three, but the first one at least has two parts to it, but here's the message. Hey Tom, I was speaking to a trainer recently at my gym I'm trying to get lean, lose body fat, and gain some muscle. For reference, by the way, this is a woman. She is 5'3 and 26% body fat. And this trainer mentioned to her, let me read it verbatim. She mentioned to me that I needed to focus on abs if I wanted to lose belly fat. I know spot reduction is a myth, but could working abs jumpstart fat loss? What do you recommend? Thank you. Love the show. Thank you for the awesome question to get us started on this topic. And as I said, (laughs) I could do a whole show just on this message and just on this information. But I'm going to roll it in to these three worst pieces of fitness advice that you are going to hear over and over again. What I love, let me start with the positive as I always do, is that this person knows what did she say? I know spot reduction is a myth. But there's a but. We got to get rid of that but. We got to get rid of that butt. And what's the but? Could working abs jumpstart fat loss? Jumpstart. What is jumpstart, right? It is a term you see all the time. In diet, in exercise, products, commercials, you know, supplements. How can something jumpstart? How can it? create a greater caloric deficit than something else? And if it did, wouldn't we just want to do that jumpstart all the time? If the effect was that powerful, then we would want to just do that jumpstart, right? And I am by no means blaming this person for believing it. She told me what she was told. And you want to believe it. And that wanting to believe it is exactly why these myths exist and what these people, either because they don't know any better or they are trying to swindle you, are playing into. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, three of the worst pieces of fitness advice. When you avoid these, you will see results. We'll
0: be right back.
1: Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
3: So, there are so many diets and workouts that are what? Specific. So specific. Specific. Diets for your blood type. Exercise for your astrological sign. Yes. I have a good friend in the business. We shared an agent many years ago who wrote it. (laughs) I got to be careful. I don't like to throw anyone under the bus. Uh, Suffice it to say, this person put out a product similar to the one I was just talking about. And it was when they told me their greatest payday. Because these solutions sell. They sell because you are looking for that solution. Something specific. Something you say, yes, that's tailored to me. That's my problem. And they are going to literally target that. So what is the first worst piece of fitness advice here is a workout for your body type a workout for your body type and they get ridiculously specific and within this seemingly simple maybe you're going that's not a big deal oh but it is because within this workout for your body type myth there are two myths rolled into it two of the most powerful ones You've got the bulk myth and you've got the spot reduction myth. That is what is rolled right into this workout for your body type solution. And I've told the story the first time many, many, many years ago, I was offered a big appearance on TV to be a fitness expert was for this very topic. And I was deep into my studies And I said, okay, so what you want me to talk about is mesomorph, endomorph, ectomorph, body types, right? They're like, no, 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 no. And again, I'm not going to throw this specific author under the bus. It wasn't those. It was silverware. (laughs) That's as specific as I'm going to get. Nothing that is in any fitness, exercise, physiology textbook that I've ever read. But it doesn't matter. This is what people who are struggling, you, when you're struggling, want to hear. It's the easy solution. And it's code. It's code for spot reduction. Do you carry weight in your hips? Well, then here's the workout for your body type. And what is that? That's spot reduction. And then they go, oh, are your, do you have big legs? Well, if you want to avoid that, we're going to avoid these exercises, the bulk myth. And that's why this piece of fitness advice is one of the most insidious and keeps people from achieving their best bodies and wasting time and wasting money. I had a client many years ago, stopped working with them because they believed that spot reduction and all this stuff was true. And they went to a doctor who, Told them that. And they had liposuction. And they were told to never do certain leg exercises like squats and lunges. To never get on a Stairmaster by a doctor who had performed that liposuction. They were told exactly what they wanted to hear. And that's a temporary fix, by the way, people. Totally amazing topic for another show. What I watched over the years with liposuction... When you take fat cells out and you go back to eating and overeating and under-exercising, the fat has to go somewhere. And so strange things can happen, but I digress. It's insidious. That doctor, I have no words. I have no words. So again, work out for your body type. There's ectomorph, mesomorph, endomorph, right? Tough to put muscle on, easier to put muscle on and then your tougher, bigger frame type people who are never going to be the ectomorphs, super skinny type, but they can be, and they can put muscle on. But these are the three body types. Not the ones that are being sold in these books and programs to you. And it wastes your time, it wastes your money. So what is the solution? It is still to do full body workouts, people, not to avoid any exercises and not to spend more time doing one. What does that do? It makes you unbalanced. It wastes your time by doing too much of something by doing crunches and crunches and crunches like this person is being told by their trainer. And actually what I hopefully am gleaning from this is speaking to a trainer at the gym, not to their trainer. So not the trainer I would choose. This person who wrote me this message sounds more educated in exercise science than the trainer who is selling them something they can't deliver. And here's the thing, people, these trainers then, when you don't achieve what you're supposed to, they don't take the the blame for that. All right. So you're failing to see the results because you're not doing the right full body routine everybody. Do you have hamstrings? Do you have glutes? Do you have quads? You should work them. Do you have biceps, triceps, shoulders, back? Yes. Can you do a little bit more arms if you want to have bigger arms and maybe a little bit more defined? Okay, but not too much. And a great trainer won't let you waste time doing too much of any one thing. And it is not to reduce fat. It's not to reduce fat. And I lived this. I did the natural bodybuilding. And yes, some people have body parts. That is the extreme. I've done the extremes. You go, oh, my calves. You know, guys, bodybuilders, always trying to make their calves bigger. Hard, slow twitch muscle, a lot of genetics involved there. Calf implants are a thing in bodybuilding. All right, so there you have the workout for your body type myth is those two myths in one, the bulk myth and the spot reduction myth. You shouldn't be avoiding exercises because they're going to make your trouble areas worse. And you shouldn't be doing more, significantly more, to try to reduce body fat from there. It doesn't happen. It's genetic, people. I will say it over and over and over again. You cannot tell your body where to take fat deposits from. Because you exercise an area, a region of your body, that is not where the body fat is going to be taken from, necessarily. It is up to your body. And that's why people carry weight differently. Okay? Done. Don't fall for that. One of the most, if not the most common myth when it comes to strength training and trying to change your body composition. All right, number two. Love this. And again, this is a handful of myths rolled into one, many of which I have done in separate podcasts already, but it bears repeating over and over. And it is stop doing intense cardio. Stop working out too hard. Stop getting on the treadmill or whatever piece of cardio you're using because you're doing it too hard and you're not burning fat. Oh my gosh, this is a great one because this is one trainers can go they can make you feel really good about yourself. They go, oh, you're, just, you're doing too much. And you're like, thank God, I felt like I was. You're doing too much cardio. You're not burning, you're burning carbs. And this is fuzzy math. I don't want to get deep into this, but listen to the podcast about why the fat burning zone is BS. Quick <laughs> overview, and I've said this probably 10,000 times in my lifetime. You burn a greater percentage of fat at lower intensities, but a significantly lower total calories and total fat calories. If you are sitting on the couch listening to this right now, you are burning primarily fat, but it is next to nothing. So yes, there is some truth to it, and that's the problem, but you lose weight by total calories, and you're going to burn more total fat calories at a higher intensity. And by the way, I had to flesh this out. So many people say, well, carbs are bad for you. Well, then, don't you want to burn those? Do those turn to fat? Carbs are a body's preferred energy source, but the more cardio you do, you know, uh, lengthwise, time wise, more calories you burn. The harder you go, the more calories you burn and the more total fat calories. So it's that fat burning zone, fuzzy math. I am pushing uh, companies that I work with to get rid of that zone. It shouldn't be on machines. We are living in, like, the greatest technological time when it comes to fitness technology, yet we're putting this fat-burning zone on machines. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. And that's the, let's be honest, that is the manufacturer trying to make you feel better. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's going to solve, I want to learn, you know, lose fat. And it's at a lower intensity. That is one reason so many of you have had a hard time losing weight. You want to mix up your intensities. You want to push your intensities. Okay? Mm. I still get annoyed with that. You don't get more by doing less when it comes to cardio and burning calories. You get more by doing a little bit more frequently and by employing variation. These terms I will repeat over and over again because that's what works. But this plays into those of you who are working out and not seeing results. But there's so many other things going on here too, by the way. And I'll get to that in the the final third one. We're talking eating, we're talking uh, reward eating, things like that. But you want to mix up your intensities. You are not failing to see your results because you are doing cardio too hard. Now, leave you with this. You can't do high intensity interval training every single day, redlining. Professional athletes don't do that. You need to mix up your intensities. That's why I have so many shows on hill workouts and endurance uh, workouts, no matter what type of cardio you're doing. If you're a swimmer, or bike, or runner, or elliptical, rowing machine, you want to mix up your durations, your intensities, and your workouts. All right you know what final break when we come back the third one it's tied into the second one it's about cardio and thanks to social media it is all over the place final break we'll be right back
1: Right rug flooring.
3: If there's one myth thrown out there by the complete charlatans in this industry, it's this. It's one of them. <laughs> they're, they're all thrown out by the charlatans. But it's the stop doing cardio. It's making you fat. First of all, I just I don't even like the term "fat." You're not fat. You have fat, and I will say that over and over again. I have body fat. We all have body fat. It's actually healthy. We just want a healthy range of body fat. Stop doing cardio. It's making you fat. And so here's the bad social media post. It's the celebrity or the influencer who says, I'm skinny and I don't do any cardio. Good for you. Do you have a heart? Do you realize all the benefits of cardio that go far beyond the number on a scale? Do you realize you can be skinny and unfit? Do you realize you can have a heart attack at 52 because your heart's not strong and it is the number one cause of death, heart disease? And then the worst one is that's bad enough. I'm skinny and I don't do any cardio. And it's usually a 20-something or, you know. And then the worst version of that is cardio makes you fat. Really? That is so insidiously bad coming from anyone who calls themselves a fitness person in this industry that is trying to get you to do less. And again, it's what you want to hear. You want to go, oh, I don't have to do this. I don't have to get on the treadmill. I don't have to get on the elliptical. Well, guess what? You don't. You don't have to go to the gym. How many times have I talked about that? You don't have to do that boring steady state cardio on something you don't enjoy. So when they say stop doing cardio, it's making you fat. What is cardio? Raising your heart rate? So are we talking the elliptical again? Are we talking the treadmill? Are we talking burpees? Are we talking running up and down stairs? Because anything that raises your heart rate is cardiovascular, right? It's getting that heart rate elevated. So what you're telling me then, if I flesh this out, it's that raising your heart rate makes you fat, makes you gain weight, makes you hold. Mm Mm-mm. It's not how the world works. That's not energy consumed and energy taken in So what is cardio? You know, I've said this before, and I I get these moments where I want to invite these people on the show and ask them these questions. And just keep asking questions, not even make statements. Just let them, these people, (laughs) try to defend what they're saying. Cardio, raising your heart rate, burns energy, period. End of discussion. End of story. But here's three things to consider to pull this all together. Sure. You can do cardio, cardiovascular exercise, and get hungrier. So you have to be aware of what you take in. That goes without saying, regardless of what you're doing. You should, oh, if you're not, Exercising, you should know what you're eating. You should eat healthy. You should eat the appropriate number of calories, regardless of what you're doing. But yes, some people, different types of exercise can make you hungrier. So that goes to reward eating. Are you getting on an elliptical or whatever your exercise, you know, chosen or preferred type of exercise is? Exercising and then taking in two times, three times, four times the calories you burned. And I have to talk about the topic I talk about frequently, that the caloric expenditures on many pieces of exercise equipment and your devices are inaccurate and they generally skew way high. So, yes, if we're talking about cardiovascular exercise, we have to. If we're being honest and scientific, discuss ghrelin and leptin and being hungrier. There's also many types of exercise that make you less hungry. You have to know your body and know what works for you and then be honest about what you're taking in. And then finally, are you only doing cardio? That's not okay. Those days are over, hopefully, at least for my listeners. You don't just go to the gym and slog away on a piece of cardio and that's it. We need to work our muscles with strength training. We need to do our cardiovascular exercise. We need to do the five components of fitness. So you don't just do cardio and expect to see the results you want to see. You need to take a holistic approach. Strength training, cardio, and healthy eating. So you can work out smarter and better. And sometimes that's kind of what they're saying when they say cardio makes you fat. But most times they're not. Most times they're trying to rope you into not doing exercise and taking some supplements and maybe some kind of weird apparatus you have to buy. Heart disease is the number one cause of death. And exercise, cardio, if you will, Does so many other things, including lower your blood pressure, lower your cholesterol, elevate your, you know, your, your good cholesterol and lower the bad, decrease stress. Improved blood flow, people, which is important on so many levels, including cognitive, neurological levels as well. So cardio is really good for your brain. Protective. So you don't just do cardio for that number on the scale. You don't believe... The garbage, clickbait, products, headlines, and supplements. And I love the contradiction. Here's Every one of these myths, trying to keep this podcast shorter, (laughs) but every one of these myths has a complete contradiction that you'll see on social media. Here's one. I'm an endurance guy. That's what I enjoy more than short duration. I prefer to do a marathon over a 5K, as crazy as that sounds, but that's my, what I'm mentally made for and physically. I could do both, but I prefer the longer distances. But what do we see on social media all the time? That picture of that, like, 90-year-old marathon runner who looks like he weighs 62 pounds, and then the sprinter who's, like, muscle-bound. And they go, what, what's better for you? So much that's wrong with that picture. Self-selection, so many other things. But wait a minute. Car- too much cardio is supposed to make us gain weight, right? To make us- so there you go. It's the same people in the same way putting out completely contradictory information. So too much cardio is going to make you look like, you know, complete skinny, wasted, no muscle. Biased approach. People who have what they enjoy doing and they'd want everyone to buy into what they do. And guess what? Those people in their 20s, 30s, 40s that only do those things when they're 50s, 60s, 70s. And I'm seeing it now. seeing it from my contemporaries. I am 52, injury-free. And I can't say that for the vast majority of people who only did one thing. All right? Here's the final takeaway that I've talked about. Didn't do any studies here, but I'm going to allude to some. Or just the takeaway from so many studies on exercise and weight loss are what? Changing your eating helps you lose the weight initially, and exercise helps you keep it off. You need both, but you don't want to make any dramatic changes too soon. Cardio is good, but that can be anything you want it to be Zumba, walking your dog, but you want to raise your heart rate every now and again, do those hills. Listen to my podcast on why everyone should do hills do some videos, whatever type of exercise routine it is that has some interval training in there. But it's your cardio. What workout should you do? Your workout for your personality type. That's what you need to find. What do you enjoy? Not your body type. It's your brain type. Find what you like. Do it frequently, but then cross-train so you can continue to do what you like frequently. I love to run. I like to bike, not as much. I like to swim much less. Stretching, not crazy about it, but I do all of these things so that I can continue to run. Because I love to throw on my shoes and go out no matter where I am in the world and enjoy where I am. And enjoy nature and enjoy how it makes me feel. So do not buy into these myths. I want to thank i don't use names when i read uh, messages but thank the person who just sent that great starting point about the trainer and the abs no the short answer is no you can't jump start anything unless it's pharmaceutical and then it's illegal and then there's side effects and we don't do that all right again this started this topic because of a message a question i received so please Feel free, Tom H. Fit is Twitter and Instagram, Tom H. Fit. Reach out, questions, comments, fitnessdisrupted.com. You can email me through the site. The virtual gym is starting to take off. We're starting to get the members. We're just kicking it off, so I'm taking all my content from all my decades in this industry and putting it in one place. Workouts, videos, ab workouts, 90-day workout plans. Half marathon plans, 5K walking plans, exercise library, a forum so you can interact. So that is TomHollandFitness.com. Just starting to get that up and rolling. And you're going to see so much content put there in the next couple months. And that will be there for years to come. Virtual gym. Use everything you can. We are living in the best time ever to achieve your goals. And you are doing the smartest thing (laughs) by listening to this show, if I do say so myself. Enough. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I love what I do I take it ridiculously seriously because I'm not selling shoes I'm trying to help you live your best life for longest and your most uh, fuf- uh, you know, let me restate this <laughs> your longest life where you're able to do what you want to do as long as you want to do it and we control three things what we put into our mouths how much we move, and our attitudes. And that is awesome. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist, and a lover of everything fitness. Thank you for listening and believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. even at 30,000
0: feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's
4: chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
3: No purchase necessary. BGW root void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18
4: plus. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat,